Welcome to A Public Affair. I am Rosanna Longobetter, and today we have in studios Boulder County Commissioner Marta Lodgman and Boulder County Cleric and Recorder Molly Fitzpatrick to talk about the integrity of our elections, our local ballot, and the importance of mobilizing the vote among all community members. Welcome. Welcome, Molly. Thank you. It's good to be here. Welcome, Marta. It's so nice to have you. Buenos dias. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Muy buenos dias. Yeah, it's nice to have the ability to have people in studios again, like we used to do, and especially in these elections, because it is important. Recently, in the news this last week, we heard of voter intimidation reports. Why do you think this is happening? Well, thank you for the question. And I want to start out by saying that our elections in Boulder County and in Colorado and across the country are secure. And there are parts of our election that um, have more scrutiny than other parts. And right now we are seeing scrutiny around our drop boxes. And in other states, we've seen people actually camp out at drop boxes in an attempt to intimidate voters. And the unfortunate thing is that over the last two years, a lot of the heat has been coming at election officials. It's devastating to now see that heat come to voters. And my worst fear is that a voter is, you know, intimidated and doesn't vote. Um, but I do think it's the two years of mis and disinformation around our elections process. People are potentially buying into this narrative that our elections are not secure. Um, and some people uh, take it to the extreme of actually camping out at drop boxes in an attempt to turn people away. But for Boulder County and in Colorado, we are doing everything we can to ensure that it never gets to that point. And I think election officials across the country are doing that as well. Election officials across the country have transparency measures baked into their process. There's bipartisan oversight as well. And so it is just really important that people know how secure our elections are so they don't buy into this myth. You answered the next question already that was, you know, how can we assure the integrity of our elections? Marta, our elections system, do you think, is under attack right now? Thanks for the, the question. I want to add in a little bit, too, to what her click and recorder Molly Fitzpatrick just talked about because those are the kind of technical pieces of what we're seeing on the um, prepping, getting folks out to vote, et cetera. The intimidation factor, we're seeing that here now locally where we're, there's a lot of dialogue nationally. And I share that just from the actual voter and what voters here in Boulder County have been receiving for folks who aren't aware. There's specific Spanish language propaganda that has been sent out um, attacking trans people, attacking LGBTQ communities, really attacking the Spanish language voter when those pieces are not sent out with information, with access, with how to get my ballot, how to participate, how to be informed, and yet really just target um, either a specific party or specific sector of people. That is also a form of intimidation for folks who don't, maybe haven't participated, who are new voters, um, who aren't sure of the process. It can feel scary. And that's part of, I think, the same narrative that's happening in a lot of different ways now. And the unfortunate reality is we are seeing that now here in Boulder County locally. What assurance will you give the voters that this election is secure and that people can trust in the system? 
Well, in Boulder County and in Colorado and across the country, election officials and the elections themselves are overseen by bipartisan teams of judges and workers. There are levels of transparency baked into every single part of the process. Election officials, election judges and workers are continually getting trained in best practices. And that is true regardless of what state you are in. And specifically in Colorado, we have laws around chain of custody for critical pieces of election equipment. We have ballot tracks as well. So we are able to inform voters when we mail their ballot, when it's received back to our office. We also have signature verification as a way to verify identity on the mail ballot process. And again, that is overseen by bipartisan teams of election judges who are trained using Secretary of State guidelines. And in Boulder County, we also add an additional layer of training from handwriting experts. And of course, if you go to vote in person, you are required to show ID. And so what I would say is that it is not an election that is just overseen by full-time staff. It is overseen by bipartisan teams of people who are your community members. They are your fellow PTA partners. They are your church members. They are at your athletic gyms. They are across this across the board in our community. And so that's who's overseeing our election and ensuring that integrity is baked in throughout the process. Boulder County Cleric and Recorder Molly Fitzpatrick talking this morning with us, and we also have Marta Lochmin, Boulder County Commissioner, with us, talking about the importance of voting and voting intimidation and the situation that we are facing right now. I just want to remind our listeners that you're listening to KGNU FM 88.5 Boulder, KGNU 1390 Denver. And we're talking about the integrity of elections, but I'm also curious about to know how many registered voters are in Boulder County. We have just over 220,000 active registered voters. How many do they vote? You know, how that's like, I'm really curious, and especially around the percentage of these voters and their ethnicities. So if you know that. Well, when we think about turnout, we think about turnout of like elections. So the most uh, recent comparable election that we have to compare 2022 to is actually 2018. And in 2018, we saw just over 80% of voters turnout in Boulder County. And so that is something that we are very proud of. And in Colorado, we actually have extremely high voter participation. We are uh, number two in the nation in terms of voter participation. We just have to beat Minnesota one of these days. But I think Colorado is a great model of how you can bake in security and integrity while not sacrificing access. In Colorado, you have the ability to register and vote up to and including Election Day, which is an important part of our model. It's not only about access, but it's also about uh, having a fail-safe in case something happens. And so we turn out at incredibly high rates in Boulder County and Colorado, and I hope that we can continue that tradition this election. What percentage of the registered voters are Latino? Do you know this? I don't know the percent of total voters on that number in 2018. I can talk a little bit about just the most recent data. I asked one of our parties who did respond in some information, and, and they were looking at 2020, which is not the same, similar like to election year that we were just talking about. Um, but they used an estimated number of about 10,315 specifically, which would be under the Hispanic surname um, voter in the in the VAN database. Uh, in 2020, 6,159 folks voted in the Latino community under that um, 
under under that search, which means 4,156 using those same numbers did not vote. So we're talking about 60% compared to 80% of the general numbers gives us just a little bit of insight. Um, but again, that's not all the numbers and not all the data. Thank you, Marta Lochman, for bringing those numbers. I think it's super important. Why is that? Because it also is happening with a young people. Underrepresented communities are not so prone to go out and vote. I think it's super important because they are the most affected in issues that are important sure. to address. I think there's a several different just talk from talking with people and listening to folks experience about the question that we all have, like, why don't folks vote, period, um, in this country? Um, but also here locally, when we talk about some of the pieces that are happening right now around intimidation, like that's scary. Who wants to go out? And people are hearing the national news and seeing people that are out there, you know, just trying to intimidate voters to actually get to the box. The other piece is about the understanding of our civic duty as voters, the feeling of I think really nationally that still exists where people feel like, you know, if I vote in a big national election for a president, does my vote really matter? And the difference here that we're talking about is our local elections. And you can talk to any local candidate and we will tell you that every vote matters. If we look at our primary elections here in Boulder County, if we look at ballot measures, we're going to get talked to here in a little bit about the local measures. These are votes historically that have 20 votes, 50 votes, 300 votes really do make a difference for these measures that affect our taxes, that affects our, affect our education, affect the funding that comes into the different resources and programs. So when we talk about that question about um, numerically and statistically, why are our Latino community members not voting at the same, same rate? There's a responsibility, I believe, on us as organizations, as, as information sharers, certainly communications about sharing why and how that one neighborhood vote, that one one subdivision could literally make mm -hmm. a difference for somebody's election. And so we have to keep continuing to, to educate and make sure people see how that funding, you know, if somebody says, okay, I'm going to vote for this tax measure, how do we know that the folks who most need it, in this case, we're talking about our Latino community, benefit from those same funding resources? Where's the communication long-term, the partnership with that same sector of community that we say we want to come out and vote? How do we as an organization or a local government or an elections office, et cetera, go back to that community and educate about how that funding really did make a difference? And there's a connection, I believe, really strongly. The other piece is that when we have Latinos who are on the ballot, more Latinos vote period. And you can see it all around the country. And so that's another piece of the representation that is really lacking in Boulder County. Boulder County Commissioner Marta Lochman. And we also have Molly Fitzpatrick, who wants to, you know, provide an opinion around this. And I am also curious about, um, you know, what is being done to promote voting? Yes. So as a local election administrator, I think it's really important that we don't and I refuse to buy into the idea that it's apathy. I believe that it's always looking at access. Where are the access points for our democracy? Where are our drop boxes? Where are our vote centers? What kind of materials do we have? And are they in languages that are accessible to the wide diversity of experiences that we have in Boulder County? So here in Boulder County, we are excited to offer a Spanish language ballot in the vote centers so a person can vote in the language that they might be most comfortable with. We also have a Spanish 
uh, sample ballot that's online and available for use. We also have a statewide hotline that can translate ballot language in so many different languages. And on top of that, we have also launched a Know Your Voting Rights campaign. And so what that effort is designed to do is to celebrate and positively affirm the rights to vote for those who have historically faced challenges when it comes to voting. So on our website, bouldercountyvotes.gov, Folks can check out that information, use it, send it to nonprofits. And again, it's for folks that have historically faced some sort of challenge when it comes to voting historically. So we've got information on there around uh, what your rights are, what your options are, what resources are available. If you are a voter experiencing homelessness, if you have language access needs, if the way that you present might not match the gender marker on your driver's license. So what I want to communicate to Boulder County voters is that your local elections office does care very deeply about looking at those access points. We don't believe it's apathy and we are continuing to work to ensure that our community knows that and just also feels like they are, you know, welcome to provide that feedback directly to us as well on how we can continue to do better. Boulder County Clerk and Recorder Molly Fitzpatrick. That's a really important point that you have made. Commissioner Marta Lochman, elections are always important, but would you consider this particular election crucial? You know, I think for somebody on a ballot or for a local campaign issue, you know, a committee Every election, somebody would say this is crucial and this is a critical election. And it's really hard for me as a Latina here in Boulder County in the state of Colorado living in the United States to say this is more critical or more crucial than other elections um, in my lifetime. And yes, it is. When we look at the way and the real outcomes of what's on this ballot for all of us about who will be making decisions, again, about education, um, about the ultimate spending of American Rescue Plan Act funding, about this Inflation Reduction Act, about the local measures that really allow folks, again, what we're talking about this morning is access and holding folks accountable, including us as government officials. Uh, This is critical. This is about our health It's about our well-being. It's about where decisions for women and our bodies and our families and our choices. There's so yes, it is. And and I would say, you know, some folks for for everybody, it's more crucial, more critical, maybe in different ways, every election cycle. And so yes. Commissioner Marta Loachmin, talking with us this morning about critical issues. I have another question for you. What questions have the county commission put in the ballot this time? Thank you for the question. We have three different measures that Boulder County commissioners have agreed upon for this cycle. And there are 1A, 1B, and 1C are what you'll see. And and this is the other piece that we haven't talked about yet, but we have a long ballot this year. And the other piece of just getting out and voting is also voting all the way through your ballot. Uh, And so we are, you know, on some of those local issues, 1A is about specifically about wildfire mitigation and creating funding to move the work from up in the mountains that we've historically done in Boulder County 
and move that work into the plains. We're talking about work that's been done historically for about 30,000 residents in mountain communities. And now learning and um, providing some funding to start working on the other 300,000 residents in Boulder County. 1B is specific to emergency services, and that is search and rescue organizations, supplemental funding for fire agencies, ambulance services, and trail and trailhead safety funding. Um, Those are volunteers that do all of that work for us in over 200 rescue calls every, uh, every year. And then 1C is a current extension of the transportation tax that we already pay here in the county that will otherwise sunset in 2024. Those particular projects are everything up uh, above and beyond, quote unquote, of basic uh, maintenance for road and for infrastructure. So all of the additional trails up to the mountains creating access, all of the different um, additional repairs. And you can imagine, like everything else right now in this country and really in the globe, the cost of construction materials, labor, the time, et cetera, has increased. And so those are the three measures that you will see on your ballot as you open it and get ready to vote before November 8th. Marta Luachamin, talking about the ballot issues, the questions that are up there for us to answer and to participate in this election, where can listeners go on election night or the morning after the monitor real-time results from the local election? Molly. On election night, we will begin to publish the results starting at 7 p.m. on election night. And I will make a plug that early voting does help us provide a more complete set of election results at that 7 p.m. posting. You know, we like to say, you know, vote early, but most importantly, vote and vote at a time that is most exciting to you. And if that's election day, that's great, too. But uh, voting early does help us uh, provide a more complete set of results on election night because we are spreading out that those processing activities over a longer window of time. But we will uh, post at 7 p.m. on election night, and then we'll do a couple more postings that night and then continue processing on Wednesday and Thursday. This is a long ballot, so it will take us time to process this ballot this election. But on our website, bouldercountyvotes.org, you can go and that's where you will find a button that says election night results. And we'll post that beginning 7 p.m. on election night. Super important to know. And I have to confess, I am I am one of those that loves to go on that day, get the sticker the night before we make a big deal about we all do it together. And yeah, it's a it's a moment. And especially for me as an immigrant, as now as a citizen, to be able to vote is extremely important. We know also that in Boulder County right now, we're having a shortage of Republican judges. We know that the county is largely democratic and there has been very little changes in the last years. And some people may think that their vote is not so important. This morning you heard about this shortage. And I would like to ask you, first of all, to understand what is an election judge and what do they do? In Boulder County, we're hiring around 450 election judges and workers to help us oversee and conduct this election. And so election judges play a crucial role in many processing activities, including signature verification, ensuring that the person who signed that ballot actually signed that ballot based on previous records that we have on file for them. 
They are also checking folks in at the vote centers as well and checking that ID. So they are really important to our process. And again, we're hiring around 450 judges and workers a cycle. And it has been challenging across the board to hire this election, more challenging than the years that I've been county clerk and recorder. And in Boulder County, we actually have more unaffiliated uh, voters and uh, than any other political party. It's unaffiliated voters, then Democrats and Republicans at 12%. And so, yes, it has absolutely been challenging to hire Republican judges this election cycle. And I can say that we've done everything that we can to recruit election judges. And ultimately, it's just been a real challenge for the party to be able to supply enough Republican judges to help conduct the election, given that we do have so few Republicans in this county. For me, it's always my priority and our team's priority to ensure that we have as many Republicans involved in the process. But ultimately, state law does allow us to hire unaffiliated voters uh, into those positions or any other political party. We do prioritize hiring unaffiliated voters if we can't get enough Republican judges um, into those positions. So that is the challenge that we're dealing with this election. But we are so grateful for the uh, hundreds of election judges that help us conduct this election. Thank you, Molly Fitzpatrick. Is there something else you want to add around this issue, Marta, about the need of judges from an overall spectrum? Why is this so crucial? It's crucial, yes. It's just part of the the democratic process. It's part of folks being able to participate. And I think that's what I would add is that there's Voting is one way that we can participate in the electoral process. And there's all these other ways that folks can learn and understand. And I think it's actually very exciting to be able to volunteer time to get involved in any of those ways because it gives us a better understanding of really what this entire process is and also helps us when people are asking these questions, you know, for whichever election it might be in the future to help educate people. And so I think there's a connection there about how do you participate, become one of the election judges, and then share with others and get other people involved because it's going to take more and more of us to do this really important work at a local level to make sure that our election process continues as we need it to. I also have to say we appreciate your presence. Your position of power has mobilized also more Spanish, more language access, and not only in Spanish, but other languages too. So it's, I think it's super crucial to acknowledge that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And there's a lot of conversation we've had in community and specifically in our Latino community here in Boulder County for years about how do we really become a bilingual, bicultural uh, community in our big organizations? How do we lead that way with the hopes and goals of being multilingual and multicultural? And so being able to continue that push for not just language access, but cultural congruency and everything that we do from a local government standpoint, I hope will help influence other organizations organizations and other folks to do the same. We all need to be at the table. Exactly. Finally, what is your advice for those who have not yet voted? And why do we need to do this? I think that this election will set us to the future of what will come. Well, I think, as Marta just said, um, understanding that why is, you know, really important because 
again, I think voting is one way you can make a difference. There are so many ways outside of voting that you can also make a difference. You can lobby your state legislature. You can write letters to the editor. You can mobilize your community. Voting is also a very powerful tool that we have. It is also a very efficient and effective tool that we have to influence the kind of community that we want to have. So that's my why. I think in terms of the advice that I would give to folks is, you know, reach out to our office if you have any concerns or questions about voting. We are here to make it as easy as possible, as digestible as possible as well. Voting in Colorado is very easy and it's also secure. You can register up to and including election day. You can go to any vote center in Boulder County and a friendly team of bipartisan judges will greet you and help you get set up with whatever you need to vote. So uh, we are here and ready to support Boulder County voters in whatever way we can and looking forward to seeing another election with very high turnout. Thank you so much, uh, Boulder County Clerk and Recorder Molly Fitzpatrick. Commissioner Marta Lochman, we know that not everybody can vote. Voting is a privilege. Why is this election important for those that can vote and for those that cannot? That is a really important piece of the why for a lot of folks. And I also think there's two pieces there. We have a responsibility, those of us who can vote in this country, to vote on behalf of the rest of our family members, our neighbors, and other residents here. Specifically, we're talking about Boulder County, to use that voice and to use that tool, as Molly was just talking about, to support our community members and to get to the ballot box or to mail it in or however we decide that we're going to participate. I do want to share as well that um, out talking at the farmer's market this weekend, just talking with folks, I ran into a few people who just moved into Colorado and one of them from a different state and just said, you know, it's too late because we got here a couple months ago and we haven't registered. It's like, oh, here's the good news. Welcome to Colorado. We do voting big and talk to them. And they were really shocked because in the state that they had been in before, they were like, oh, yeah, we just thought we wouldn't be able to vote until next cycle. And that actually happened with a couple of different people from different states. And so I think that's the other pieces we um, we tend to think inside of our own situation, our own kind of box, or, you know, we've been isolated for so long with COVID restrictions. So we really need to think about who else could we be talking about? Who's moved onto my street? Who is a new client in my business that I, you know, I hadn't seen them a couple of years ago. I haven't seen them recently. I need to check in with all those folks. It's an invitation. And when we're here talking on the radio, we're not saying you have to vote a certain way. We are saying you have an opportunity And quite frankly, we all have a responsibility with that opportunity in this country to participate and to share that out and to invite other people. We are role models for youth in our community. And so we need to be proud of that. And and it doesn't have to be a vote in a certain way on any one of our campaign ballot measures or any specific initiative or candidate. But we do need to use our voice, I believe. And I think that's why we're all here today to talk about access to this really important tool of voting. Boulder County Commissioner Marta Lochman and also Boulder County Cleric and Recorder Molly Fitzpatrick. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I have been your host, Rosanna Longobetter, and this has been a public affair here in KGNU, your community radio.